Smith, and this is what defines us. Hello, hello. Another uh, another emphatic introduction from the one and only me. What's up, guys? How's it going? Um, God, already off to a fucking blazing start. It's been a lo- it's been a minute. It's 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 uh it's been quite some time. So I hope Matt and Aisha, my, my two consistent listeners, haven't uh, jumped jumped the shark yet. Nope, that would be me. Haven't jumped ship yet. There we go. Um, yeah. How are you guys doing? That's a that is not a question that you need to answer. But feel free to talk to the person next to you. Uh, socially distance, of course. Um, uh, oh, in, uh, important news, I have a desk now. I'm a desk guy. Uh, so that's nice. Um, yeah, I, now I won't have to deal with hours of a stiff back and neck trying to record these, uh, these podcasts for, you know, uh, the masses. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, whoever you are, I hope you're. I hope you're having a great time, day, week, month, new year, whatever. Um, right. This is I, no. Never mind. Okay. Anyway. Um, oh, a quick. Also, I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, my German listeners. Whoever there's, it's not many of you, but there are a couple of you. And for that, I'd like to say, Hallo und danke fürs zu hören. I, <laughs> uh, that was not good. And I hope you know what that means. Uh, I mean, obviously, you probably should because that's your language. But uh, I'm sorry for obliterating your your. It could be a, it's a little aggressive for a language, but it's also it could be very nice, you know. You got the milkmaid German like dialect, which is um, nice if you're getting milk, I guess. I don't know, uh, but yes, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, I I don't know how you found it. I don't. I I mean, I could spend all day questioning it. But all I'm gonna say is, I was no, I'm not gonna do it. Okay, thank you, <laughs> thank you from from uh, from the the shit state of New Jersey. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, it's it's been freaking cold. Um, okay, I I don't think I have any way to introduce or to segue into what I'm gonna talk about today. Uh, again, you've already, you already know what I'm talking about, so there's no suspense on your part. You know exactly what I'm going to be talking about today, because uh, it's in the title. Um, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I he's okay. Whatever. Today, today's topic. Today, the thing that I will be talking about today, 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 is. Mr. David Foster Wallace, and I, you know, there's, there's like a part of me that, um, 
there's a part of me that is that that completely understands why my generation and if you're anywhere in your 20s or early 30s whatever our generation whatever uh, there's I I think I understand where people are coming from when they talk about him because there is, I there I mean I I try not to, uh, I try not to always think of both sides to everything or not even both sides because I guess that's reductive of how people feel about the guy but I mean I I feel. I understand. I think I understand. I mean, if if you pry into anybody's personal life, sure as peas, you're going to find things that are not going to necessarily line up with, with all the things that you put, you know, how you put your ducks in a row, you know. Um, and, okay, and I guess specifically to that means, uh, I can't even... Man, I'm getting rusty, guys. <laughs> I'm getting really rusty. Um, what I mean by that is if you if you spend any amount of time on the internet and more specifically you spend time sort of looking up what people think about DFW, you're pretty much going to find two major camps, you know, uh, as you would with anything, but you find two major camps where, you know, you it's either he can do, he did no wrong, he was a genius and um, a torture genius, probably at that, but uh, he was a genius nonetheless. He won a MacArthur grant, you know, which is for geniuses. Like, it, like I think it's specifically, I think that's like in, it's not in fine print, but it's it's not the main part of the plaque, but it's on there. It says you are a genius. Congrats. Um he's you know, you have that where it's just sort of like um like people people have this like deified relationship with him where where it's a lot of it's a lot of genius worshiping and and um uh like i don't know i i i guess it's willful ignorance to 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 some stuff um and you know and and i think that's where the other side of the aisle kind of chimes in and goes you know yeah he uh i think it was with Mary Carr might have been with Mary Carr where you know he tries to push her out of a moving vehicle or um after I think he and Mary Carr had a falling out and decided to part ways I think um I think that he would stalk a child which sounds so terrible. I mean, it is. I mean, it is terrible. It's not like one. It's not like. It's not like me saying, "Yeah, I had a pizza last night uh, with ice cream on top of it," um, and also, like, shavings of brick. That sounds terrible. 
but I mean, it could be great. I don't know. Depending on your palate, I don't know. But you know, it on paper that is not great, and to say aloud is not great. Also, I mean, let's just let's just be honest. There, it, it it's just um, he was not perfect. He certainly was not perfect. Um, I I I mean that's. To, to for that on a side rant there on a side tangent i i am i definitely am also interested in people who who can't separate the person from the art you know that is also just i think i think that is in an an almost unlimited um uh trough to eat out of i i i mean i i've it's happened to me it happens to everybody, you know, but that's not the point of today. All right, whatever. Um, so I think, I, I I, mean, initially I wanted, I think I wanted to do an episode about DFW um, as the first episode, but I didn't. I did it about music, which is, I think I've done two music episodes. That's all. I mean, it if i do enough of these it's just going to be it's just going to be a music podcast i think it's just going to be a music podcast and sometimes i talk about other stuff but i'm trying i'm i'm trying not to i i i you know i um you know that's not that's not what i think the mission statement of this podcast is or should be cuz i'm i'm woefully underqualified for, to talk about most anything on all the stuff i you know but um, but there is, um, there is the, the, uh, the rain-coated, in the shadows, mysterious figure, you know, sort of just, uh, like a siren calling me to the, to the cliffs of podcasting doom, you know, just, I, I can't, I, it's not, it's, okay, this is, clearly, obviously, this is a slight rant, and I apologize for this, but, you know, uh, I, I think, I think that a lot of us took to podcasting, either, either in just listening to them, or now trying to create, um, I think that some of us need to get stuff out, um, I mean, if you were to if you were to browse the Spotify top fifty or or Apple Podcasts or whatever wherever you get your podcast, um, if you were to you know take a good gander at what seems to be popular amongst a lot of people, it's it's it it's like pretty much what you would expect, you know, big sports podcasts and personality podcasts. Um, some of them venturing into the sincere, uh, and, and, and I think a good lot of them is just to, like, fill air. You're never gonna get, you, you know, like, I, it's, whatever, it, it always feels like a sticky situation to, to try to identify wide swaths of groups and people in there um and, and and why they choose to indulge in certain stuff but um yeah whatever you've heard me say this all all this stuff before 
Um, uh, so I guess I should get into stuff about the topic. Um, hold on, let me take a quick, quick sip here. Yep, sorry for that. Whatever. Um, uh, so I am a, I am a, I am a new, uh, DFW listener, listener, reader, um, I think my first, I think my first, uh, my introduction to him was watching the end of the tour with Jason Segal and Jesse Eisenberg went it was out on Netflix and all I read I mean I just read the thing and I think I had up until that point I think I had heard you know some okay reviews about it and uh I think I was just interested I was interested by how it was summed up you know um I don't think even though even though I really enjoy literature and and English has always kind of been the subject that you know for me you know, you could ask me to write a 10 page paper by tonight and I could do it and it, and it would be okay. It wouldn't, it wouldn't win anything for it, but it'd be all right. You know, it, it's, um, writing in, in English and stuff has always just felt like second nature and versus, you know, like the, the math and science stuff, which is, I, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so I, I, I didn't know who he was, and I was I was sort of intrigued by Jason Segal's portrayal of him, um, but I never thought anything much about it. You know, I um, um, I I at, after watching the movie like five years ago, I didn't think to go out and buy Infinite Jest right away or Broom or Pale King or his short stories. You know, I that was just it was just in and out. And then, for some reason, um, and then for some reason, I I just got into a, I've I am now in the midst of a, I want to. I've always read, but not to the extent that I'm reading now. Um, it probably quarantine, right? I mean, probably COVID, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I could just use that as as the impetus. I there's there is pretty much no other reason why I decided to start reading again with vigor as as I am now. I guess because we have all the time in the world, right? Um, and for some reason, I was I, I don't I don't remember how I got onto it, but I think I was just sort of going around Google and and trying to search for like stuff that would like really hurt my brain to read i i i just don't like you know there are people who fucking read and they read like tom clancy novels i which is fine i mean but like i feel like tom clancy novels are just like you know it's just like it's just like the your your grocery store checkout lane variety of of stuff to read you know like I, I just don't you're not gonna find Thomas Pynchon in your in the line at Ralph's or or uh or ShopRite or whatever you know what I mean you're gonna find People Magazine and probably 
and probably the, the newest James Patterson uh, uh, war something, whatever novel, you know? Um, and, and I, I mean, that that's kind of always been something that's been, um, that's been pretty steadfast in my life is, is having the need to challenge myself intellectually, um, because I'm, without being, without being too, um, um, deflating or whatever synonym with, without being too harsh on myself here, um, I, I I just think that I, there's there's a lot about my personal life that I think is um, undercut by like promise by like potential. Um, I, I I mean going back to you know school and stuff like the only teachers that ever said I had promise to do anything or that. I had potential to do anything or whatever were all my English teachers. They were always the ones who said, like, you have a you have a good voice. Like what you write is sounds like you. It doesn't it doesn't have the tone of like student writing, which is very um not rudimentary, but you know, like you can hear you can hear that they're that they are thinking in like question and answering format. So the writing feels rigid and robotic a little bit. I mean, so obviously, some the, the good students, the good writers who are students, they have no problem being able to take a prompt or something and being able to write about it in a way that sounds that that is fluid and sounds genuine, you know, to to who they are as a person. Um, and and on that, I when it comes to my writing, um, I, when I speak, I sound, I sound like I have puka shell necklaces on, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I sound like a Supreme ad. (laughs) Um, I also look like I just like if hot topic in like PacSun or like zoomies had a child, I look like that. But, but the the inside of me, all the all the stuff that happens upstairs, is um, has always been in conflict with what I look like on the outside, which I haven't always looked like on the outside. As a younger, whatever, without going into too much, as a younger kid, I was. I don't know if I've already mentioned this. If I have, excuse me. Um, but as a younger kid, I I, I was weird and not great to look at and a little on the heavy side and it just was an all-around not good time I was not getting the attention that I thought I wanted or needed or um you know all every every, you know like I whatever like all the all all the pitfalls of of a kid who's struggling with childhood um and that and that stuff was kind of amplified once you get into the the high leverage social situations of high school where you know by that time I was playing sports and I'd slimmed down and whatever I started to sort of understand how to how to dress and 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 like 
present myself to the world. Um, but, but the one thing that has never left, but I would try to constantly push down was, was this budgeting, like, um, uh, um, uh, like fascination, uh, curiosity, you know, this intrigue about everything. Like I actually really liked school, but I never did well in school because I was too preoccupied with, you know, oh, who, who's going to like me if I, you know, if I like say something stupid or, you know, who's going to, is this girl going to start to pay attention to me now? Cause I'm making an ass of myself in class, you know, like all that, all that shit. Right. Um, God, why am I talking about, I have no idea, whatever. Okay. So anyway, listen, long story short, I'm, I am very new to DFW. I'm incredibly new to him. So it probably seems like a bit of um, biting off more than I can chew with him as a topic. But um, I, but since I've but since I've sort of happened upon his work and himself, uh, it does it does feel like it does feel like. I don't I don't know if you have experienced this in your life but it feels like one of those things where you you never you you didn't know it was a thing that could be beneficial to your life for so long you it was just never there but somehow you end up there and you're like what wow the I I had no idea. I had no idea that I needed this thing. And that's that's how I feel with DFW is um is personally for me um Oh, excuse me. Mike still caught it, whatever. Um what it's like for me personally is when I read his work um you know he writes, I mean, and this is, this is something that a lot of fans already know about him, is that he writes in such a succinct, like, like as if he is also painting the thing while writing about it. it he, it's just uncanny. It, I mean, I know, I know that people who are much more in the know about literature and and have a have a, a a much more diverse understanding of um like voicing and and how and like the and like the particular idiosyncrasies of like the bigger writers the you know the more well-known people like I know I know that these people could probably you know inside baseball it a lot um but for myself with no formal training or anything it is um it it it's refreshing i guess especially in today's world right um i i mean i don't know what your particular opinion of him is but um i i just you know i i know some people do write off some of the stuff he does as just sort of like sometimes as just sort of being like postmodernistic 
flamboyancies or like or, or spasms I, um um god i am i am i am shooting a lot of blanks today you know what i'm saying i am just i am just firing on no cylinders um but okay yeah whatever that's that's like kind of i mean that is that is in that is in short kind of why I, you know, why I'm gravitating towards him, you know, like it's, it started, it started as a curiosity, um, but now has sort of cocooned and, um, and has turned into some sort of urumpent, uh, obsession. No, I don't want to use obsession. That's not a good word. Uh, fascination we'll just stick with fascination um i'm also i am also in the middle of reading infinite jest because i figure if if i'm gonna be a guy who talks about this guy i should probably talk about you know kind of the book that everybody knows like the thing you know um i love it i fucking love it and I've been thinking about why I love it so much. Um, because it's... There are a lot of things on its face that are that, that are polarizing about the book. You know, you hear, like, it's over a thousand pages. It's huge. It's, uh, it's better as a coffee table than a book. Or, like, every, every dude that's trying to have sex with me, uh has an unread copy of infinite jess on their bookshelf blah 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 blah, you know and i dude and i hear you fuck i do we us as dudes are not i mean it sucks to be a woman and then to and then to constantly bombarded with like dudes who just want to like talk at you and not actually have a conversation must be so annoying (laughs) must be so annoying um but yeah so okay but I really like it because it is, again, it goes back to the thing of challenging yourself intellectually. And um, along, so so along with my reading of this book, I am listening to two podcasts um, as I'm going along to try to help me piece together, which is probably helping, right? I mean, it's, it's definitely helping a little bit more than it's hurting. It helps me just sort of hear other voices about what I had just read and, and you know, whether I agree with them or not, whatever. That's not really the point. It's more just trying to get contextually what's going on, um, which I should, ch- I guess I should shout out. I don't think they're a podcast anymore because I think they just did this podcast just for this book. It was called uh, Jest Friends, um, and the other one was called I Hate Infinite Jest, but now I believe uh, – the host has changed it to something something your gods fuck your gods i don't know i really don't remember um but i was kind of listening to both of them as i went through because they they wouldn't always read the same chunk um but sometimes they would sometimes they would touch on maybe similar things obviously if something major happened or um 
but whatever. I, I, I appreciate both of them putting that work out. Um, it, I don't, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's, this is, that's just like when it comes to, when it comes to choosing what, what I'm, what I'm watching or what I'm reading, I've always just like wanted to, wanted to be challenged. It just feels, it just feels more, um, it feels more satiating. I don't think I'm using that word right, but it's sort of like the, I mean, I don't, I, I, I mean, there are probably a handful of reasons why I want to watch like avant-garde, like French new wave films versus watching all of the Fast and the Furious movies, I, it just, there's nothing I'd rather do less than watch any Fast and the Furious movie, watch any Marvel film, watch any of these comic, it's just not interesting to me, but if you tell me that there's a silent film in the 90s that looks like it was made in the 20s, I'm, okay, I'm talking of, uh, well, fuck, I can't remember the name. It starts with a B. Not benighted. It's like uh, anyway, whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hear it. I'm not gonna I can't think of it right now. Um anyway, so it was oh begotten. Oh begotten. There we go. Um so it's called Begotten and it was this movie, like just some like fucking weird film where like it's like no dialogue for the entire thing. It's all just like really like kind of jarring and like visceral like visual stuff. It's just like a lady cutting open her stomach and playing with her intestines and like I but I like that. <laughs> but I like like I I like watching stuff like that cuz it's fucking weird. It's weird and it's like trying to do something. Like it's not just trying to make money. Like it's trying to it's trying to actually artistically do something. It's not just there to like exist, you know. And that was and that's kind of one of the main from the detractors, that's kind of one of the main anti points that they have about this book is that it's like it does I mean when you stumble upon an unbracketed like five page paragraph just doesn't happen in your everyday reading you know you're not you just don't go on twitter or reddit or facebook or whatever and 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 see like somebody just go on and on and on i mean you do and they're generally about QAnon shit or whatever you know or like whatever um but that's that's kind of like what i that's like what keeps me coming back to him is that he is like he those paragraphs like the maybe i'm just a sucker for postmodernism i don't know like i i i guess i just read his work because i've you know watched a bunch of of his interviews on on youtube and um he, it, i guess i just have a hard time not separating his intent for the final product because as anybody who puts stuff out knows 
of course you can have your your own personal feelings about the thing that you're producing um, or putting out into the world. Of course your intent matters. That is that has to be factored into how how the general populace thinks of your work. Um, but but when it comes to infinite jest and just understanding how depressive he was and kind of getting all the other, you know, all the, all of the other tidbits in there of like, you know, like, oh, what is that? Whatever. That was weird. Sorry for, sorry for the, the lag. Um, when it comes, when it comes to, uh, infinite jest primarily, I, 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 I just don't, I guess I just have a hard time. Okay. This, I I don't know if this is directly related, but it is the person who, it's the person who is not as successful in a thing and yet they cho- i think they subconsciously talk about the th- the things that they're also involved in but not at a prolific level i think these people talk about they subconsciously like pepper in i don't know i I, I'm even in this moment having a hard time, like, pinning it down. I hope you guys have an under like, can kind of follow the breadcrumbs of what I'm saying. But, the, for okay, so for instance, there is this, there is this top, there is this discussion of him writing in um, voices that, uh, let's, let's call our, maybe not the most sensitive to people. Uh, like hit like the uh uh poor Tony section, right? Uh, oh boy. Um, yeah, I agree, man. That's rough. I, but okay, yeah, that's rough. I'm just gonna I'm gonna get it out. That is rough. I uh, when I write stuff, if I ever write stuff, little short stories or just shit that's on my mind, it is. I'm definitely not trying to channel anybody else, but myself um now to the butt of it uh i i will say and i'm not defending him because i believe he needs defending or that he whatever he's he he is past so i so 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 what i'm i guess what i'm trying to validate is i guess just my own perspective on this because um I just think that it's fiction, right? I mean, he's writing it's a fictional book, which means that it's not real. I mean, he uses real places and whatever, but it it is a work of fiction, which entails that you to me, it feels like it entails that you are allowed to experiment. To try something d- d- different, whatever it gives it color. It gives the it gives the writing color because yes, 
as I've heard from the the host of I Hate Infinite Jess, Jesse Dram, I think is his name. Um, as I've heard him say a bunch, and and I've and some of the guests I've mentioned before as well. There's a, you know the thing that he always says is there is a great 300 page novel lying somewhere in the brush of this thousand page monolith. Um, I you know and like so when it comes to when it comes to this the scope and particular characters i i guess i just let it happen and i suppose that because i'm because i don't because maybe be maybe because i don't um necessarily intertwine my personality in in secret with my personality in public um I take those passages, I take those five-page paragraphs, I just take it in stride, and I I guess I'm, I'm not trying to give this prolific writer the benefit of the doubt, because he doesn't need it. He doesn't need some late 20s nothing to, to, to like, post-mortemly validate him, you know? I, he... I don't know. I I think I think the point of that, I think the point of all of this, is just that, um. I it's it is important to have a dialogue. I mean, it is important to to illuminate some of the things about this guy that that I think might get neglected, but at the same time, I don't think that that we should further keep redigging his grave and then and then systematically burying him over and over you know I, he is dead he committed suicide for for a generation that really cares about mental health and wants to have that discussion why doesn't why doesn't somebody as complicated and complex as DFW get that benefit? I mean, the only people who are giving him benefit, and it makes sense, is people who like him. Because if you don't, if you happen to be a pixie-cutted, um, uh, polka-dotted shirt, uh, fishnet stocking, combo, co- combat boot-wearing lit girl, I'm sorry, I, that was not, that shouldn't, I was not, that's not a, that's not a jab. It's just a, it's just a person I see that is always upset with dudes in man buns <laughs> with like, I don't know, uh, what's like a, what's like a tacky tattoo that most guys have now? Um, like a, no, I, no, lip bros don't, they don't have tattoos, I don't think. I don't know. Um, that's another, that is also another thing too, where, you know, like, again, back, way back to, to I think, whatever, the, the beginning of this episode, it's just, um, I don't blame people for not liking DFW because what they perceive 
he is doing to his audience. I don't blame them for that. Because I can tell you personally, ever since I've been reading DFW, I try, I used the word yerumpent. I didn't know what that word meant until yesterday, all right? But, and thankfully I have a girlfriend who, bless her soul, just absorbs all of the ranting, all of the thoughts that I'm just, you know, just fucking firing at her. Um, thank God that she is who she is, because if I were a single man reading DFW, uh, I'm cringing. I am, there was a, there was a real, there is a IRL, <laughs> there was an in real life chill, chill, I'm a chill, uh, chill that went up my spine just because it's, fuck, man, like, that is, that's, he, that guy's a cancer. He has a cancer on society. The guy who's just like, oh, you know, like, you know, I, I read Ulysses a couple of times and like, you know, like I didn't, like I did in post-grad school and, you know, just that fucking guy, dude. Like you want to beat the shit out of that guy. He's a fucking asshole. So I don't blame, I don't blame the detractors. Not, not one, not one minute. I, I I guess what I was trying to get at is that is that is that I th- think that this current time in human history has allowed us psychologically to forget that what we think is not the end all be all of everything. You know, I think it was really easy to be solipsistic for most of modern man's life but now but now that is no longer uh jive or i think nope didn't use that right that is no longer prescient or you know current whatever see just trying to use all these fucking sat words i'm still just a fuck boy at heart you know what i'm saying pew 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 um i should probably start to wrap this up Um, because I don't, because I do, you know, I do have a lot that I think about him. It's just that a lot of these, a lot of these ideas that I have, a lot of these, a lot of these opinions that I've, that I try to formulate are at best half thought out, as you can tell. Um, but I just, there is a, again, there is a, there is an inner battle, an inner struggle as to how I want things to come out because it would not it would not pain me to write a whole script that lasts an hour but but then again I would be losing a part of it that I just think is is always um it's always around when you're doing it in a less formulaic version I hope that makes sense um because if I write if I write a lot of this stuff down, I think I'm losing a bit of the the presentness of this. Um, and I think and I think with that sentiment tying it to DFW, I think that his writing, even though it is, high intellect and um 
you got to have a dictionary nearby because half of the words on the page, you're not going to know. And if you think you know, you probably don't. It's He is using, you know, like a definition from like, uh, like the OED, like third edition, whatever. Like he, like it's, there are very few that were like him. There were, there were, there were very, very few people that were like DFW. Um, Again, I to 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 wrap this stuff up um, because there is again there is a lot of pausing, there is a lot of stuttering. I, I, I think I guess I guess I, what I wanted this episode to be is sort of a a middle ground for people who who aren't obsessed with him, uh, and also for people who who are not who don't hate him. Because, um, because ultimately, what I get from him, what I get from his work, is um, is fulfillment. I, you know, I, I really I had not experienced that with many authors. Um, and before, and, and as a quick tangent, before you judge. I'd always, I'd grown up reading Fountainhead, and I know, I know, I know, I know, I get it, I get it, I, she, she I, listen, I, the only reason I read Ayn Rand is because I love Rush and Anthem, I've never read Anthem, which is dumb, because I like 2112, and I should read Anthem, because it's short and sweet, and Neil, Neil Peart, Pert, Peart, whatever, he read it, and you know, and 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 that's where the whole story of twenty one twelve comes from. I should read that book, but I didn't anyway. Um, I started off with Fountainhead, and I and maybe I'm just really fucking dull or whatever, but like I kind of love that book. Not not for um, not for the i think if you know the obvious reasons why you probably should not like that book but i got re i get really sucked into heavily descriptive writing i really i really really like it when somebody is able to write in a voice that is able to that I can really see the cracks on the walls, the, the, um, like the unique sort of like, uh, staining on like the, like on like shitty wooden doors or what I, I just really get sucked into a lot of that stuff. Um, and that is no different with DFW, but DFW does it obviously. I, I say obviously, but for my two cents, he does it at such a he does it at such a he did it at such a great just like such a precise wording like i i don't even know how you can be so precise with your wording as to tell me what a fucking huge fan in a huge lung looking like fucking building looks like and operates and all that shit like i know okay 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 i'll i'll, I'll wrap this up but i i do got to say like 
even if you hate that about his writing, like even if you cannot stand the fact that he goes on page after page after page after page after page about um, a guy who gets, even though this is probably, this is so far one of the better, that was one of the better passages, but, you know, page after page of a guy who's like, you know, dealing with crippling anxiety and his addiction and and all the pitfalls that go through somebody who's in the throes of addiction. And, um, yeah, I, I, you gotta give it up though. Like that's fucking hard. Like, can you, first of all, everyone's like, you know, people are like, oh, it's a thousand, it's a thousand pages. Like uh, we don't, you know, like, first of all, can you write a thousand pages about anything and have it be remotely coherent can you i can't i mean i know whatever i guess then i'm only hearing people go like yeah well just because you could doesn't mean you should you know and it's like fair i think that's fair but for some of us for for some of us who i think i'm very dumb but I think I know how to talk to people, so I I think I'm I think I'm a little um like I'm pull I'm I'm like I'm like linguistically and syntact syntactfully like pulling the wool over people's eyes because they're just like oh he he says some words sometimes and they're not too bad and you know he, he so what he stutters and takes a lot of time in between words and stuff you know i think he's pretty smart wrong (laughs) capital capital w wrong (laughs) you know capital w wrong like i i all right i'm i'm i am procrastinating here i i apologize to you guys um i'm probably i'm gonna revisit him because i know i had mentioned him before um in um, in the TV episode, I know I, I know I mentioned him there, and I did not get to, each episode I do is just me finding out that I didn't say the thing I wanted to say while recording it, and then thinking, okay, I'll revisit that, and eventually I'll just have, just everything as a revisitation of things I want to revisit, you know, um, but I think I'll leave, I think I'll leave this pod this pod this episode on this note um he i i i feel personally oh hold on oh fuck excuse me twice one episode um for for dfw i I personally feel eternally indebted to his writing. I feel incredibly thankful that he chose to overcome his afflictions, things that bogged him down. I appreciate what he put out into the world. He... Because it, I say this because I'm, I was going to say this, but I, I know this is going to sound wrong. So I mean it 
I I mean it in 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 no way as 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 a one to one comparison or none of that. Okay. I just think that people who really connect with his writing also. I think it seems, without saying, feel a heavy connection to the person inside of him. Because I think, I'm not not for every DFW listener, but for, but for the people who have found him and have found his writing to be um, beneficial to their lives, I think that we, I think that he was able to speak to us whoever us is whatever that means i think that for the for the people who really enjoy his writing and don't kind of kind of excuse all this it's just i i I don't know i this wasn't really a great thing to end on but I, i i it's just something that i think needs to be ended on i guess because because his writing is not for everybody, just like uh, Sylvia Plath isn't for everybody, or or Toni Morrison, or or uh, fucking the entire autobiography section at Barnes and Nobles. You know, it's just not for everybody. And I think that's what gets kind of coupled into why people don't really like him immediately, is because it just seems like he's he's this guy with a big brain who just wants to fucking show off all the time and i just there's a, there's never been a moment for me that has felt that way i've ne- i have never felt like he is trying to like he's just fucking random like flippantly going through the thesauruses and 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 in like the 1500 dictionaries he owns and and is just like what 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 word can i use today you know i i just think he, he has it it's just it's just it he is it is just as much of his character as as is being the guy who really likes tennis or whatever you know like i i, I he is he was a I th- he was a complicated individual he was incredibly complex and i understand that it may not be your cup of tea to read so much that you don't understand but still be completely enthralled but that's just what he does for me personally that's he I, i again again i'm i am i am procrastinating and i am delaying and i am making this longer than it should be um but i just want the point to sit in to settle in to burrow in whatever that um he yes he is a man who was depressive and was on a lot of antidepressants and ssris and and um that probably factored into some of the poor choices of poor choices of his life but he was i believe i project onto him that he was also incredibly an incredibly loving person 
he was incredibly thoughtful. I think if you if you've watched five minutes of him on anything or read five minutes of whatever he's written, I think that's that's uh, that is um, abundantly obvious. Um, I, th- I, I, you know, when it comes to the, the depression thing and him committing suicide and all that stuff, um, I think, I think a lot of us who read DFW have been there. I think, I think we've held the bottle, uh, you know, the bottle of pills that we thought this is it or a bottle of alcohol and just been like all right this is i'm just gonna just gonna shack up and drink a couple couple fucking plastic jugs of whatever smoke a billion cigarettes and hope that i die we have all held the blade to our skin and felt how cool and crisp and sharp it could be Ugh, fuck i just was like whatever i you you i i i trust you understand what i'm trying to say um he listen all right i have to end this i have to end this because i i there are gonna keep being things that pop up and i just i've already belabored this for an extra 20 minutes so i um you know there are much go listen to some fucking joe rogan or something you know or uh go listen to the 500 with josh adam myers or your mom's house whatever why am i plugging these like really well-known podcasts whatever um this that's it yeah for all my for uh for all my howling fan tods out there I would just like to say to you, thank you for listening. Love you guys.